up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Very real. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Swartz, and Bill Bush on early break. It's been a wild show so far. You've got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 402-464-5685. The show is sponsored by Gain. One thing I have to get to after you go, Sip. i got one thing I make sure we cover. Yeah. I was thinking about Bill yesterday and the whole age thing and how to help him. And Bill doesn't know our show history very well. In part of our history, we try to help people, right? Nice. We've tried we're, to. Yeah, we're a helpful, helpful bunch here. Yeah, yes. I mean, we've tried to guide people through tough times. I've helped you through some tough times. Red coal, the red coal vault. Well, that was a lot. That was like yeah. seven years ago. And, uh, and, and some of your bad takes, I've just had to kind of. Mm, yeah, it's only been a few. Yeah. Right? few With Bill, between. it's an age thing. And I was trying to think of ways for Bill to feel younger. And I found, and I thought of a way yeah. yesterday. Go to the Billy Joel. Find a Billy jo- Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks are touring together. Go there, Bill. You'll feel. I bet you'll feel young. I bet the median age. I bet. Like, what the hell? Are I you bet the about? Me- Bill. I bet the median age at that concert is probably sixty-one. Probably. Yeah. I so saw you- Billy Joel and Lincoln. Yeah. I'm, that was my twenties back. Billy then, Joel and yeah. Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks are touring together. It's incredible. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Oh yeah. God, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Oh, yeah. No. no. Oh, see that. He, he does yes. not like For, Billy no. Joel. You don't he like doesn't. Stevie Nicks? I like Stevie Nicks. He yeah. does not like Billy Joel. Billy Joel will put you right to sleep. No, I, he won't. The concert yeah. was good I went to. I, I really was, enjoyed I'd, it. I'd go see it. I'd go see it. Just, just out of, just I just go to see it out of curiosity. I mean, yeah. what and, would you... And he starts singing all the songs. Like, is that concert going to have, like, oh, here we areas go. where you can nap? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you did at Embassy Suites? Right. But you, a napping yeah, area, really, for but Billy I Joel. Guarantee I, don't, I don't listen. If I'm working out, I don't have like a lot of Billy Joel. No, you know, of course you don't. Doesn't mean like, he's hey. good in a concert, yeah. though. Oh, God, yeah, so, he's not your workout song, but he's good yeah. still. I, I would still want to see him. I think. Thanks, so, really. That's but, the correct take. But again, the one thing we didn't just dis- we did had to discuss again off air. So I'm going to bring it up though. But with the Flintstones, we all felt one of our favorite parts when they brought the bon- the Brontosaurus rib out and put it. They're at the drive-in. They put it on the side of the car like they would like at A and W, and it tips the car over. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's outstanding comedy, right? That, that, that is, brilliant. And, and it was part of the of the of the whole intro. Huge and, ribs. So it's just these huge ribs came out. Yeah. And they they said they had a little they had a little platter on the side of the car. He put them on there and it tipped the car, <laughs> tipped over. The car over. And when uh, they leave, when they leave, you know, they they use their feet. Their feet just. <laughs> <laughs> When you take off, it's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it's a brilliant show. It's, it's, com- it's completely. He worked at was it Bedrock? I think that's Bedrock, where he worked. Yeah, he worked Bedrock, at the quarry. Yeah. I think that's where. He, I'm not. That's where <laughs> that's Fred right, worked. Bedrock, I don't. Yeah. I don't know where did Barney work. I don't at. remember where Barney worked. But Fred worked at the quarry. Yeah. It, I wonder if yeah, Barney didn't work. Barney might have had a lot of free time, like somebody else time. we know. Maybe he's doing a show. <laughs> he might be doing radio back then. Maybe doing radio back then. The dinosaur. Oh, by the way, Bill is not. I mean, he has another gig. He's doing some speaking, right? 
You're doing I have been lucky enough to get to have opportunities to do some uh, keynote speaking. So have uh, several lined up and do you have some people reach so you, out? So, so it's you been got it going. Yeah, it's been kind of a fun deal. Like to, again, with having with all the time I have, it gives me a chance to be able to to be able to do that. Do but you have a theme? A, I do have a theme. That's all. That's on. The, that's all. You, you okay. Know, yeah, that's all on the lowdown right Am there. Am I but asking too much? That, that little, little bit, little bit strong right there. Okay, but, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. There's just great people get a chance to, uh, uh, to be able to get involved with like that. And then uh, Aaron Davis, who's the elite of the elite at that type of thing, has really been a mentor to me mm-hmm. in this and how to get involved. Ad, I, I've I've done a lot of speaking in the past and mm-hmm. done some different things. So it's it's somewhat of a natural form, but it's also very difficult. But I enjoy doing it. But again, Ad has been a huge help. I mean, what he has done, the time he spent with me and my sister to kind of get things going, and and then and then we've had several opportunities. So I've got some things lined up, and so able to do that. So I'm you excited. would speak at, for instance, a what? Oh, it could be like a uh, a conference, and it could be a whole room full of insurance salesmen. It could be, okay. It could be financial people. It could be any, anything of that nature. So it's not, you know, it's it's more about the it's more about some ups and downs of coaching career, different things that go with it. So there's a lot of leadership. Yeah. Things that are into it, so it's it's not just tell funny random stories about weird stuff that happened to you, which you know, would be like pretty that. good too. Which would be fun. Yeah, random. That would be pretty fun. Those get mixed in. I, there I is some of those get mixed do, in. Do you oh. use fourth and one? Fourth and one will show up. Will it? Yeah, fourth, fourth and one will I show up. I love fourth and one. Fourth and fourth one. And one like Jake, that. do you understand fourth yeah. and one? Yeah, I get yeah, fourth and one. Yeah. We'll talk okay. about that. We'll probably talk about it. The Dolphins so, don't, apparently. Don't. They don't. They had no idea. They don't get fourth. <laughs> that was the best. That was the best. Uh, I, was, uh, I was confused on what down it was. <laughs> like, here's, it, the ball was at the 50. It's Sorry, the I brought it up. He, he I, I don't think I didn't time out. The play happened at the 50-yard line. He was standing on the 50-yard line. It wasn't like, well, they were on the two-yard line. We couldn't tell what happened down there. No, it was right in front of me. Right there, I, I and guess what? Yeah. They've got like these Motorola headsets. You can it, you speak so clear to each other, and there's like thirty Coach, people it's on the one. It's fourth. Goes fourth one. down. Fourth down. I, I was wrong. I was wrong. Froze. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, the concept yeah. of fourth and one. Just explain it briefly to people, because you've talked to me about this in recent years. Fourth and one is what. Fourth and one is just a sense of urgency and a sense of preparation, which means fourth and one is really important. Have you prepared to be in fourth and one? Yeah. So that was that was that was a heavy Ed Ogeron. That was a heavy uh, Urban Meyer. Like that. It was it was it was fourth and one every day. Oh boy. So February Uh nineteenth. It wasn't like yeah we're cool we're all good right. No, no there there was whatever you were doing that day was really important. With what was going on, whatever level this. So if all of a sudden it's, hey, we got uh, we got uh, uh, morning workouts, we got the uh, mat drills. Most people call them mat drills. Six a.m. or mm-hmm. five a.m. Whatever it is, mat Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fourth and one. It's fourth and fourth one. Fourth and one. You'd you'd, you'd you'd come out. You'd you'd see. You know, as a coach, you would see stars. You know, type really? of a thing like that. Yeah, you would. You would. That checks me up. I don't always go by that though. Does every does, do every? Does, uh, I can't be fourth and one all the time, or I'd lose my mind. There's, and on vacation, you get a little timeouts or something. Right? Yeah, but when you, I mean, every the day starts with it's never just ooze into it. What you right. do? What you do this morning? Attack. Recruiting. What you do with this? What and this and and you get a staff like that. That's that's how you have the success. It's just like I say in recruiting all the time. If you want a smart, tough, competitive team, recruit them. 
Yeah. It's never been like, you know what? We yeah. got a bunch of guys. They're really talented. They mm-hmm. can run. They're not tough. They're not <laughs> tough at all. They don't want to put their face on anybody, right. but we're going to change them. No. We, no, no, you're not. You can change something about 10%. That about wraps it up. Ben, ben says Bill should write a fourth and one book. I would buy that. Ooh, book. ooh. Fourth and fourth one by Bill Just Bush. Call it fourth and one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ben. That's very nice to say. That's not a bad idea. There'd be some fun stuff in there. I'd, I'd read How it. are you as a writer? Uh, very limited. Yeah, punctuation and stuff. Gets back to it, yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. just speak the book speak, out. Someone speak. writes it for you. Right? Oh, books on tape. But it's, yeah. uh, there's, it actually, it's not. not just it's just me talking. Yeah. Or just have people call in. I just tell fourth and one stories to them. It's not a bad yeah. idea. The fourth and one. Hot fourth one. and one is a good. That's a good title for a book. It would be just short. Yeah, short. But it, but it, was, it, it also was that was the easiest uh, way to on a staff to be. There's nothing worse than fourth and one, second and seven, second and two, fourth and one, third and nine days. You want when it was fourth and one, you knew every day. You know, yeah. I thought with what, what kind of when you went into the staff meeting room, it's like you were there way early. God. The meeting was prepared. What you were doing, you didn't just didn't you didn't just put your hand up for random crap. You mm-hmm. know, like that. Excuse me, excuse me. Question here. I was just, I was just thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. Like that. No, have your stuff. In, in most places, every place I worked, whatever you'd want to bring up yourself. If you had researched it, then you're going to get respect, even though it might disagree with some people in the room. But it's like, I think this, this, and this. Why? Because here's the research I did. I followed that, 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 that. Then people are going, okay, let's listen to it. May not work. May not be what you want to do, whatever the conversation may be about. But you better have something. If somebody throws something out of, you know, I really like, any time on defense, if you ever brought something up, if I was someplace else, and I would say, I did it this year a bunch, I'd say, hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's the diagrams. Here's the clips of it previously being run. Mm. That's why we're going to do this, mm-hmm. and here's why. Mm-hmm. And also, here's the problems with it. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, like that. Yeah. I, I always tell, you know, I ask our players and stuff, hey, when do you guys, when should we run Magic Blitz? Mm-hmm. If we had the Magic Blitz, we'd run it every every single snap. Right. We're also just going to run a blitz, and someone comes <laughs> someone, someone comes clean. Every snap, every, every snap. If someone comes clean, hits the core back to back the head like that. We, right. We'd run that every time. <laughs> it's third so, and 37 yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go Magic Blitz again. I'd do it. <laughs> What are they going to run it? Go magic. The guy will be free. Hit him right in the mouth. <laughs> so magic blitz doesn't exist. I got so it. So you have to go through the, okay, if they do this, and they, you know, that was always the deal at Nebraska back in the days with Tom Osborne, would be any pressure that we brought up. So talking Charlie McBride, George Darlington, uh, Tony Samuel, any blitz, the first question is, that's great. How does it fit versus option? Oh, so you had to have an answer. If all of a sudden they ran speed option, or they ran load mm-hmm. option, or whatever, because mm-hmm. there was so much option football uh-huh. at that time. Because sometimes, like that, would be Coach Osborne's first go-to if you want to line up in in zero coverage or pressure or, mm-hmm. or like that. It's option football it turns into eleven on eleven, yeah. and all of a sudden, who's got pitch? Who's got quarterback? Who's right. got the fit? So that was always the thing that came up was you're doing things. So you always before you brought something up, you'd always have a pretty good idea of. Uh, of what you're trying to talk about. And you know what's interesting about this conversation to me is Bill and you, I mean, you guys are here early. I mean, Bill gets here early. So he lives the fourth and one in the radio world. He does. Josh is here early. You're, I'm not. I'm not. You. Uh, <laughs> we, we, but when I come in, I'm fourth and one. I'm ready. Fourth and one. Yeah. It's just a, you only have to be fourth and one when the, when, when the time be. But yeah. the fourth and one is also your preparation. Yeah. It's not. You don't want to come into the into the right. building and be like, all right, it's fourth and one. What are we talking about today? Yeah, exactly. No. It's fourth. No, no. It's no, like it's here's here's what we're doing no, today. No, we know what we're doing. We, we, we got to play. Let's get to this. Yeah. By the way. Okay. Well, we did we did not know before this topic came out that that Bill was a part of this. In terms of Adamic and Sue, I want to set Jake, this up. I did know that. I did. So okay. I'm glad. Yeah. So 
Sunday, Super Bowl, Eagles, Chiefs. Dominican Sue is on the Eagles. There's a, there's a chance this could be his final NFL game. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to ask you how he, well, where he will go down in terms of the all-time best Huskers in the pro level. But before that, you were part of his recruitment, Bill, at Nebraska. At least you were there when Nebraska Correct. recruited Correct. I, I make it very clear. I was in the building. I was not the main recruiter okay. on him. So that, that always drives me nuts. Like, oh, yeah, we, I, we recruited him. That I was. Recruited. The main recruiters would have been Coach Callahan, would have been John Blake, and Dennis Wagner. Dennis, Dennis Wagner. Wagner was that his area. He, that's where it started. Was with Portland with, with, those, with those three guys. That's how that's how it all got started okay. uh, with him. And he just did a tremendous job with him, obviously. And and uh, you know that was the one thing that when I worked with Coach Pelini, who is a you know, obviously a great friend of mine. Such respect for him. When I worked with him at LSU for one year, mm-hmm. that's one thing he said to me on several occasions was he, he was like, "Hey, thank you." When we got there. We had some guys. You got to remember, he had he had you know arguably one of the best players to ever play in the history of college football on defense in Sue. Yeah, like that. You had Prince was there. Yeah, I mean, you had Eric. Hay. You had a lot of Eric a lot of players. Hay, Jared Crick. Prince. There's a lot of players Crick. there that were there. Are that, that that were already on the roster. Barry Turner was on the roster. Good there's, player. So there's a lot of players, a lot of NFL guys uh, on that on that team when he got there. So he was always very respectful of that. He's always I really appreciate it. when we got here. There was. There were some really good players uh, to be able to do that, but he was just, uh, you know, he was a, a great person to recruit. You know, his his development. I think it's the part that stands out the most with what how he mm-hmm. how he developed mm-hmm. through his career, what he ended up being, how he got better and better and better through his own personal work, then obviously coaching that he that he got. So that was, you know, I said it's when you look at what he did on the field. I mean, it's. I mean, he was a three technique, and he was at the Heisman Trophy finalist. Right. He That's was in incredible. New York City, and he won every award there was. Mm-hmm. Every award well, that there was. Well, he had 12 and a half sacks senior year as a defensive tackle. Yeah. yeah. So it's just – He was and, freaky. And, and, and trust me, he's going to get – he's getting the double teams also. I mean, it's like he's he's That's that right. guy. So Crick uh, helped, though, right? Oh, absolutely. They had, they had two, in, two, two NFL guys on the inside. Yeah, Crick had, yeah. was many years in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. The Texans and Broncos. Yeah. So so now Jake asked this question: Is he the best former Nebraska player that that became? Come on, what's the question, Jake? Help me. Help that me. went to the pro level. Yeah, and is he the best former Nebraska NFL player? Is what we're getting at here. And I, it's it's not a slam dunk because Will Shields made twelve yeah. Pro Bowls. Will she? I will repeat this: Will Shields yeah. made twelve Pro Bowls. Okay. Um, Sue's made five. Um, Will's a Hall of Famer. Will Shields. Will Shields yeah. is a Hall of Famer. Um, Dominican Sue. I don't know if he's going to make the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Oh yeah, I yeah. Now here's why. Here's why I think he's he no doubter. Well, he's he now, Jake. Here's where in the NFL. Yeah. Now listen, he made the Pro Football Hall of Fame All Decade Team for the 2010s. Right. If you go back over this, the 80s, 90s, on on forward. Only seven of those guys didn't make the Hall of Fame. Okay, if you make the all an all decade team, an NFL all decade team, you're almost assured to be a Hall of Famer. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, well, the stats bear it out. Only seven of those guys over all those decades, and that's 53 guys on the team. So, I mean, do the math. There's a there's there's a ton. There's a huge sample size. So yeah, he'll have. Now, now the question is: Will he be a first ballot Hall of Famer? I think he's a certain Hall of Famer. I don't know that he's a first if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. I haven't researched the Gold Jacket enough to know how it generally well how that it works. But, well, I, I, but, I, but, I, but I would say 
I would agree with that simple, 100%, mm-hmm. that he's going to be a Hall of Famer, probably not one of those first ballot guys where we just go right to where Some guys shouldn't even be first ballot. Some guys should get should be put in like the year after they retire, mm-hmm. even though there's a waiting time. It's, it's like that person needs to be in the Hall of Fame right now. Mm-hmm. We, we have uh, people who are saying these guys would be ahead of Indomitian Sue in terms of the, how they – we're in the pros. Uh, someone says Will Shields, Neil Smith, and Roger Craig. Roger all, Craig are all ahead of him in terms of their NFL status. What they did in the NFL. Roger Craig certainly makes sense. Three-time mm-hmm. Super Bowl champ with the Niners. Um, Craig is not in the Hall of Fame. He is not. He probably should be. Um, a lot of people have written and said that over the years, but I don't know if I could put Neil Smith ahead of Sue in any sense. I'd have to look at those okay. numbers. What about Amon Green? Someone says that. Yeah, Amon. Hey, I don't know if he's a, I don't know if he's ahead of Sue, but he, great career, great NFL career. But I don't think yeah. he's ahead of Indomitian uh, Sue. Mick Tinglehoff, obviously a Hall of Famer, a long time ago yeah. for Nebraska or in the NFL. Sue is Nebraska. now going. I mean, it matters that he's going to his third Super Bowl, and it matters that he won one with Tampa Bay and was a, a major factor in that mm-hmm. game against Kansas City. Had a sack and a half in that game and was was in the backfield a lot. That matters. That on that stage, Sue has performed, and now it's he's he's going into his third he's going to his third Super Bowl. That that definitely matters. Definitely matters. Yeah. It's always one of the you're always going to debate it of how close it is, but that he's arguably arguably the best, and it'd be very very close with there with a, with a couple of. I thought Roger Craig was so intriguing because how he was part of the change of offense in the NFL with the West Coast offense and what he did was so unique and so different. Uh, so I think that was something that's been missed. On, on that note, Kent says Roger Craig was the first running back to rush and receive for 1,000 right. yards in one yeah. season. So, yeah, so, exactly. what, yeah. so what he did was, was he was a – he, Both he changed everything with what he did out of the backfield, the split backs and the different looks. And so he got that. That was a Bill Walsh thing that was, which is still used today in some form of West Coast offense. Uh, so he would he would be one that was just a very very unique unique player. Sue, three time first team AP All Pro, two times second team AP, five time Pro Bowler. Um, I think he's in the 70 sack range now. But the big thing, I'm telling you, the big thing is that the Pro Football Hall of Fame all-decade team, the fact that he made that for the two tens, the 2010s, is, I mean, it almost it almost makes him a surefire Hall of Famer. That's only seven guys have not have made, not it, made it on a de- yeah. all-decade right. team. Right. That's well, it's pretty Pretty good chance he'll make it there, right. but regardless, he'll play. But what the what he did in, in you know his final season here, I was not here for that. Oh, it was but incredible. I but it was incredible. It was, I mean, it was oh, it was it was, it was just it was odd almost yeah. how good it was. Yeah, it and, was, and wasn't he almost going to leave after 08 or not? Oh, I never remember. That, okay. I don't remember because well, he, he had a good 08 because when the first two years when it was Callahan, they didn't he didn't Jay, stand out. Oh, walk 08. that back. You're not sure? No, no, no it, walk it back. I don't remember him that discussion okay. coming up at all. I was. Yeah, he. I don't. Well, think- he, st- well, he started getting really good in 08. He became elite in mm-hmm. 09, but he he really made a huge leap in 08 in Bo's first year. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he was right. You're right about that. But I don't remember the conversation that he was thinking about leaving. Well, it's a good thing he did because he his 09 year was was amazing. Senior year, it was stunningly good at times. I I didn't even I didn't know how to 
I think I think what's amazing is that for times we we just took him for granted. In I those don't games. know that I would say in I those did. in the games we did. I don't think I did. I I, th- I thought what which I was, was watching. wrong, which was wrong, wasn't right, right. I'm saying that I know people that that took just his elite nature, say, oh, he's going to have like you know three sacks. They just wouldn't. That's what he does. Yeah. That's not common. You don't just do that. No, he was, and he, and he was a very. The thing I remember most about him was aggression. I mean, you didn't have to implore him to be more aggressive. He was angry. Yeah, he played Which, angry. Oh, you, 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 you love angry. It, it's yeah. still, like to both time, it's a, still a full padded game. You still wear a helmet and a chin strap. Angry players still dominate. That's yeah. still you, – when you watch people rush the passer on the Super Bowl, there will be some angry people rushing the passer. For, they're the ones Philly. They're the ones that bother you. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that, 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 that are Will relentless – and they're angry. Bother you? I'll yeah. tell you about bother. I'll talk. I'll talk to you about bother that Texas quarterback when in a Big Twelve championship Colt game. Yeah. They have the big screen in the, in the Jerry Dome, Jerry's yep. World. Yep. It's incredible. Like the resolution's incredible. It's and and they would show they would show McCoy pre snap, and his eyes were he was there was scared. fear. I mean, there was genuine fear. They're off because line, of Sue. The line could not block him. No. There is no blocking yeah. for Colt McCoy. You could day. see fear in Colt McCoy's eyes because Sue was in the backfield almost every play. And and he doesn't take it easy on No, him. he's just, <laughs> He just throws your own like a rag doll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he was an angry, yeah. angry uh, football player. I, I loved watching him from afar. Loved being around him for a couple of years. Uh, so just, I said, how many other defensive tackles is what he was? Went to the Heisman finalist. Not hard. Not is there, is, there, is there any? It's, it's has there been any that have done that? And then the awards obviously are ridiculous. I, you know, I, like I said, I've been to these awards. The Chuck Menderick Award. Uh, my safety, Grant Delp, as a sophomore, was a finalist for the Defensive Player of the Year. It's an unbelievable award. Mm-hmm. When they show the people that are there, the five finalists, they show the past winners. It's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. wow. It's like you're not going. Oh, who was that? I don't remember him. Right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You remember him. Was Hutchinson yeah. there for Michigan in the in the Heisman Trophy two years ago? No, or not? Defensive end. Yeah, not defensive, not attack. I, 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 I think that's so different, too. It's not a pass it's, it's very uncommon. It's so different than being an inside guy. So it's really incredible. Hutchinson, good question. I think he I was. I think he was, but again, yeah. he's a I know pass Josh rusher. is going to get it. Josh defensive is tackles right you now. don't see hardly ever. There's the interior line. Right. Never. Yeah. Never. Those guys can get lost. Sue never got lost. No, nope. he wasn't lost in the show. Never. Nope. Uh, Josh, the top three callers right now, 402-464-5685. We're getting in for Super Bowl Squares, our party on Sunday at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Join us there. Watch the game with us. Great prizes all the way throughout, and we will uh, can't wait to see you out there. When we come back, let's talk about Sean Payton and Russell Wilson on early break.